Hi everyone and welcome back to the Dan Draper podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Uh, Today's episode is going to be a really personal one. Uh, I'm really excited about it and uh, it was a long time coming. Um, So before we get into all of that, uh, as usual, you can find me on Instagram at the Dan Draper podcast. You can find me on Twitter at D Draper podcast and Facebook on the Dan Draper podcast. Um, And I would love to hear your experiences as well, guys. Uh, So if you can email me, uh, the email address is the Dan Draper podcast at gmail.com. So let's get straight in. So this week um, was an incredible week for me Um, and as you can tell by the title of the episode I was reunited with my family after lockdown and I could not be happier. Um, So as you know we all uh, went into lockdown in March. Um, I hadn't seen my family since late February, sort of early March, so really just before we went into lockdown Um, and it was really tough for me because at that time you know I didn't have, um, as I've mentioned on previous episodes, I didn't have a sustainable job. I had a flatmate moving out, um, loads and loads of other stresses, which again, as I said, I've spoke about before. Um, But this one for me was probably the toughest because the Drapers are a very uh, close family unit. Um, I've always been very close with my sisters. Um, and when they, uh, you know, when they had their kids, instantly I felt like their kids were my own and with us going into lockdown you know thinking how is it that I'm going to be able to stay away from these people for too long you know these little lives that have impacted me so much the thought of you know not being around uh the Littlands and not be not hearing Uncle Dan Uncle Dan constantly was was heartbreaking um but also I think that you know where where you had the freedom previously and you were able to go home and you know just give everyone a big hug and a big squeeze and then now that you're you're confined and as I've mentioned previously you know where I'm now living in London um, and the rest of the family are in Essex it was at that time when we first went into lockdown impossible it wasn't possible for me to go home because I knew that I needed to stick by the rules um, I knew that both my sisters uh, were classified by the government um, as, as vulnerable and I knew that my mum and dad would be classified as vulnerable as well. So I knew that there was no way that I was able to get home and see everyone. Um, and if lockdown wasn't hard enough, then I think that point there was really the thing that made it hard for me was the fact that I knew that I'd been taken away as if you like, from my family, um, and that I'd been told that I'm not allowed to see them when, you know, all you want to do is just go home and spend your time with them and, you know, just make sure that they're okay. Um, but it just didn't didn't make sense, especially with London at the time being sort of the epicentre of coronavirus. Um, it would have done, possibly would have done more harm than than good and I would never put my family in that position I would never I would never have done that and I would have never forgiven myself if anything was to have happened uh, because of me traveling from London Um, and that was all playing on my mind uh, whilst we went into lockdown and and throughout lockdown as well I mean you know you I think that 
we still in parts kept our closeness although there was a physical distance because of you know video conferencing like zoom we would have a family zoom call every every sunday um my sister uh, both my sisters sorry were doing you know PE with joe wicks um and i was doing joe wicks's 90 day plan so we would be talking about that and how they got the kids involved and then the kids would be telling me about all their, you know, silly moves that they were doing and how they're keeping up with their schoolwork and, you know, we we would have all these these conversations and I think if it wasn't for that and, and for the, the technology that we have now that we're able to do such a thing, um, then I think that lockdown would have been a lot harder for me. Um and, you know, t- talking about my mum and dad, you know, mum and dad aren't, aren't the most tech-savvy people. Sorry, mum and dad. Um, but, <laughs> but I think that, you know, we're chatting to them um, and seeing how they were getting on because they were going through their own difficulties. I mean, dad had hospital appointments. Mum was still working um, as, a, you know, as a carer, as she still is now. Um, and still having to go in, classified as a key worker. So she was buzzing that she got to skip the queue at Tesco. <laughs> but, you know, it was it was really tough on them as well. And I, I kind of, my, my mindset, as I said, kept changing. And it was changing from, oh my God, this is terrible for me because, you know, I'm further away and I'm not able to see them and I can't do X, Y, Z, to actually thinking, well, hold on a minute these guys have also got it really rough because although they're closer in distance to each other, you know, they're still not able to do it. And the amount of interaction that they've had at that time, um, as I previously said, you know, my sisters would pop round for a cup of tea, grandma and granddad would pop round for a cup of tea or uh, mum and dad would go over to them. Um, And to have all of that taken away, again, you know, I'm kind of away from all of that in the moment where I'm in London, but to be in such a close proximity and then not be able to see the people that you love the most must have been terrible and I can only imagine how how it must have been for them but yeah and I think that you know when they when we were having these family zoom chats as I was saying um, a minute ago that when when we were talking about the homeschooling um when mum and dad were talking about what dad's been doing uh, in the garden because he can't get away from it anymore because <laughs> lockdown we had all the time so <laughs> he's catching up on about 30 years worth of decoration and when we talk about you know either the podcast or recording equipment that I'm buying because dad used to be a musician as I've said before um you know he's, he'd always get on the phone and be like bloody hell boy I'm worked to the bone at the minute (laughs) he's got no excuses though he's had so much time but yeah I think those types of um when we were having those conversations the general day-to-day bits were were great I, I think that it was for me again a sense of you know life is still going along yes things are on pause at the minute because of coronavirus but you know, there's a, like, general life is still going on, it's still happening, um, and you just need to carry on with it, um, so that, that was a real big boost for me, and as we started, you know, going further into lockdown, and uh, when I started working at the, at the pub again, as, uh, when it was a shop, and I'd miss a few sessions on the family Zoom calls, or I'd miss certain calls from, uh, you know, mum, dad, sisters, 
brother-in-laws, whoever it may be. Um, I then felt a sense of guilt because, you know, I was the one that that was coordinating a lot of the calls and then they would then take it on and they'd have the calls themselves or catch up during the week. But I then felt a lot of guilt, um, which really played on me because I felt that work at that time was cutting into my family time. You know, I had this dedicated time, but you also need to pay the bills. Um, and we would catch up at other points and, you know, you can reschedule it, but... Once you'd missed sort of two, three, five, six calls, you know, that you weren't able to to call them back because you were working so much, it was uh, it was really tough. And I felt really, as I said, I felt really guilty because there was a lot of stuff that the kids wanted to talk to me about. They wanted to talk to me about how many teeth they'd lost and how the tooth fairy brought them some money and, you know, uh, pee with Joe, like I was saying. And all these other little bits and I felt like I was sort of falling behind a little bit so I made sure that you know as and when I could I was able to ring up FaceTime do whatever I could and and just make sure that I still had that family contact we've got our family WhatsApp group but it's not as personable as a a phone call or a video call and and things like that so yeah I I did feel a, a huge sense of guilt which then played on again on my mental health with all of the the things that I'd said previously and being you know feeling if I'm honest I felt really lonely um, because I didn't have that family support network around me of course as I said I had them over the phone I had them on zoom and everything but you know physically being near your family I felt like I was you know that's where the loneliness kicked in is that I wasn't I wasn't there if you know what I mean um but, you know, it, it's what we, we had to do. And that's how we got through coronavirus uh, or getting through coronavirus, sorry. Um, with some of the easing of restrictions, it made it a bit easier. And, you know, I'd still uh, FaceTime them uh, when they when they were going to, to see each other socially distant, at the, um, you know, and everything that was going on with that. And catching up with everyone, talking about how they uh, had all met up or certain family members had met up and, you know, again, as I said, socially distant at the time, always keeping to the government guidelines. But for me, that also then, again, mindset change again (laughs) because it then brought positivity to me. It made me think, oh, okay, you know, we are going to get through this. We are, everything's going to be fine, but you know, at least they're able to see each other. You, you know, it as I said before, it was my choice to move to London and I don't regret it. I think it was a fantastic move. But I think that for them, seeing the happiness um, on the on everyone's faces, not just the kids, but my sister's face, my mum and dad's face, you know, because they really all did miss each other, um, were, was sensational. And you can hear it in, the vo- in their voices as well, even if you're you're on a normal call with them. So... Yeah, I was I was really happy for them at that point. And again, as we started to then ease lockdown even even further, um, where I was working at the, still working at the pub, um, I've been doing hours that have been twelve to fourteen hour shifts, and thought it would be a good idea to kind of play a trick on them. So uh, what I'd done is I'd arranged it with my manager that I had a full weekend off, which is very rare, so I'm very grateful. Um, 
and I'd already known that they were having a socially distance uh, party for both my dad and my sister, uh, and they were having a barbecue. So I was kind of weaning some information out of them during the week, saying, "Oh yeah, you know, like I'll I'll try and get on my break. What um what times everyone coming over? Um, you know, I'll I'll try and call you or FaceTime you around then." And then my mum, oh yeah, everyone's come around about one, you know, it, it'll all be good and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, fine, fair enough. So that's that piece of information banked. <laughs> um, and then I'd find out who would be going. So it would be, oh yeah, grandma, granddad's coming and your sisters are coming and, and everything else. So thank you so much, mum, for giving me all the info that I needed. Um, and then, yeah, I thought it was just then uh, a a great idea for me to then go and surprise my family which is exactly what I did I traveled down to uh, to Essex uh, last Sunday and I walked from the uh, from the train station the most obscure ways as well because I was paranoid because I'd planned this for about three four weeks (laughs) so so worried that someone would spot me if I'm walking from the train station. So I went the most obscure routes uh, to get to my mum and dad's house. I finally made it there and all the windows were open and I thought, shit, I'm going to get caught here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I went back down the other end of the road um, and called up, as I said, like I was on my break and said, uh, oh, hi, uh, yeah, there's everyone there, blah, blah, blah. And they said, yeah, I'll put you on speaker. As they were putting me on speaker, I went, oh, yeah, oh, give us two seconds. My manager just wants to have a word with me. And at this point, I'd gone in through the gate um, and was really quiet. So, as I said, all the windows were open, so I didn't want to get caught. Um, and as I put them on mute, I heard my dad on the other end of the phone go, Daniel, you're still there. And as I, as I did that, I then swung open the front door and said, I'm here. And the reaction was utterly, utterly priceless. My mum screamed. I've never heard my mum scream like that. My mum screamed and instantly flooded in tears. Um, both my sisters were crying. Uh, my dad was was crying with, with joy. Uh, all my nieces and nephews just came and ran and grabbed me. It was unbelievable and I couldn't have asked for a better reaction. So I do apologise, family, for scaring you like that but it was all worth it as I as you've said to me already um and we had the most incredible day as well you know my everyone just because it had been so long uh everyone just kept coming up and hugging me and saying how much I had made their birthdays for my dad and my sister which was incredible um and yeah it really it really struck a chord I mean when I when I first walked in uh, and was saying hello to everyone and trying to put some bags down and things like that. I was shaking. I was physically shaking because I was excited. I was nervous. I was anxious. I was every emotion that you could think of, pretty much. And yeah, it was it was incredible. And as I said, we had the most amazing day. Um, we were. I was. I was pretty much barman. Uh, so I was doing a lot of the drinks that were coming out, especially for the chef. So. Thank you, sister, for cooking all the barbecue food. <laughs> but um, but yeah, we were you know we were telling stories, we were reminiscing about old times. Uh, we've been talking about things that we'd been doing during lockdown. A lot of people, uh, a lot of the family were asking me about 
you know the podcast and the radio interviews that I'm doing and how that's all going so it was really nice just to properly catch up and and be there and and everything so yeah it was it was the most incredible thing and it was really tough to to come away again for that because I I knew that I needed to be back in London the next day for a, a couple of things that I had on but yeah it was the most incredible feeling um I cannot wait to go back and and do it all again I've said to my mum and dad that it will be uh it won't be as long next time for me to for me to come down so dad took that opportunity with both hands and said right well we've got a load of lifting we need to do so <laughs> I've been roped into some work for that um but yeah I, I, I'm just eternally grateful that I you know that my family are as close as we are um that I was able to surprise them in such an uh, such an amazing way um and I'm so happy that it went exactly to plan because can you imagine if I just went home surprised them and they're like oh hello mate <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be so annoyed but no I'm so glad that it came off and I got to be Uncle Dan again, uh, running around the garden, you know, checking out karate moves. But they weren't; they'd never done karate and running around and your it and tag and and stuff like that. It was it was genuinely the most amazing feeling, and yeah, it it really has brought my spirits up. So I hope for everyone that's listening that if you haven't been. Um, then I hope that you get to be reunited with your family soon. Um, And if you have been reunited with your family after lockdown, then I hope that you've had the same feelings that I've had uh, in the past few days, uh, which has just been utter elation and just really, for me, revitalised and I'm now firing on all cylinders again. Uh, You know, energy levels are completely up and yeah it was just the boost that I needed so much love to my family um love you all can't wait to see you again soon and yeah I think that'll do it for today's episode guys so thank you so much for listening um really looking forward to a lot more that's coming up soon and I hope you're all keeping well staying safe and I will speak to you again very soon thanks